welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Birthday! We're celebrating Disney World's big 50th anniversary with a look at all the hits and misses from the big day. But first, travel news, including Star Wars Hotel booking open soon, fancy new magic bands, and the bizarre history of Disney's Pleasure Island. Blow out the candles and pin the tail on the donkey. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. My name is Dan Leonard, and joining me this week in the studio is Jeff Williams. Howdy. Heather Strait. Hiya, pal. And Jess Evans. To all who come to this place, welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Our show, as always, is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Guys, I literally... I literally couldn't be more excited to hear all about everything you got to see, do, and taste while you were at Walt Disney World for the 50th anniversary celebration. The bad news is the morning of the 50th, they decided to unleash a tidal wave of news and announcements that we have to cover first. Let's start with the big news. Is that really uh, bad news? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, good news. Well, yeah, but uh, it, it, I don't get to hear about, about your trip report until after the commercial break. Oh, that's sad gotta, for you. Now we got to do serious work instead. Patience, young man. Patience. Yeah. Well, let's start with the news about bookings for that Galactic Star Cruiser. Star thing. Wars yeah. Hotel. Yeah. yeah. We uh, we have details on when you can finally head off into space, but not really. Not Disney really has space. to make sure you know that. Not really. Space space. Um, yep. The first sailing for the uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is going to be March 1st of 2022. And booking for the general public opens on October 28th with uh, some early booking windows for annual pass holders, DBC, Visa card holders, blah, 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 blah. All those people that always get the extra early entries. Um, And Club 33 today. What's that? Wasn't Club 33 today? Club 33 and Golden Oak were today. Yes. Yeah. I wonder if anybody we know snagged a booking for the Galactic Star Cruiser. I can't Not us. The episode. Well, I That's called and there <laughs> yeah. was a four hour wait to get through and I said, you know, I wasn't even sure I really wanted to do this anyway, so nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep. I really, I really yeah. want to do it. But... So there's a four hour wait and there's only like a thousand club members. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it opens to the general public, it's going to be... Yeah, it's uh, you can only book it by phone, so this is a a good reason to use a travel agent for your Not only can you only book it by phone, there are no courtesy holds. Yeah. You have to be prepared to put down a 20% deposit immediately when you get through. So people are just saying whatever. I think they really are 
confident that everybody's going to say, take my money. I don't care what it costs. Yeah. And we'll see. It's it. There was definitely a long, long, long waits on the whole on the phone today just for this small opening. So it's it's going to be crazy. I mean, yeah. you're looking at. You have to call in end. to even get a quote on the price, right? Yes. Right. And they do have sample pricing that's uh, on a little no before you go kind of yeah. page. And it's if you put at least four people in a room, you're looking at about $700 per person per night for a two night stay. That's the cheapest you can get it. There's also a, to sleep in space 220. To sleep. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And do some, the part that's, that's made me hesitant is my whole family loves the idea of a Star Wars hotel. I want to drink in the Star Wars bar and, and wander around. What, what's got us all going, "Eh, I don't know, is the, all the role playing and the, I I don't know that we're, we're the type that want to get into that. I sure I may do. I want to do lightsaber training. Yeah, probably. Um, Do I want to pretend that I'm. No. Storming Batu? <laughs> not really. <laughs> yeah, I'm not into all that. I, I, I'm just not like I'm not impressed with the if they're going to do that with with the the offerings to do that. Like you're you know you're going to tell me that I can learn to play a card game. I'm not paying seven hundred dollars mm-hmm. a night to play a card game. I hate cards. Car- I don't like card cards. Game <laughs> that my, yeah, a card game that my kids already own and play. Yeah, and then I got to learn a new game. That's going to take a while. Yeah. And I'm not. It just. But I, I think. Uh, I love the look of families it. With, yeah, mm-hmm. and for families with younger kids who are going to be totally immersed in this, I think it's going to be killer. Yeah. Uh, but also one of your days on uh, is is an, our excursions to Batu, which all of us have already done. So yeah, there's the got to be. Of, I don't even care to go there. Yeah, I, I got to And maybe I'm going to have FOMO when I see what they're actually doing with the guests. Um, and I hope so. I really hope so. Because the potential for this is it's incredible. It's going right? to be so popular. It doesn't matter what we yeah. think. We're not the target audience. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I think I, I think I'm not. If they had an option to just Matt Erickson is the target. Yeah, audience. if I had an option to just hang out and enjoy the atmosphere and spend the whole day in uh, the, the the skyline of the Star Wars hotel, I think that I, I would absolutely want. <laughs> yeah, I think do the it. Star Wars bar on the new cruise ships is enough yes. to <laughs> satiate my Star Wars appetite. One hundred percent. So what was the seven hundred bucks per person per night? Correct, and that's if you have. A night. That's if you have at least four people in a room. If you want to go and just have a room for two people, it's about two thousand dollars per person per night. What if you want to go solo? If you can't get anybody else that wants to do it, <laughs> solo. I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, I wasn't even on purpose. <laughs> and we also know for sure that they are doing dynamic pricing so Mm. the price will be lower and on a date the the earlier you get in the lower the price is going to be as any particular call it sailing fills up the price goes up just like on a cruise so those are those base prices (laughs) (laughs) if you want to book a back-to-back we can do that for you you can add pre and post stays at other Walt Disney World resorts on yes. here. Your, and your there are some so. upgrades you can 
uh, dine at the captain's table. I'm surprised at how cheap that is. Like it's that. only 30 bucks a person. Yeah. I thought that yeah. was going to be way more. And it is, you do have to consider that apart from alcohol, it is all inclusive. It includes all your food and beverages, uh, just like a cruise. You'll mm. pay for your alcohol, but it is including all of your food. So one of the days is like you go to Disney World, right? To Batu, yeah. yeah. Only can just you leave Batu or do you? It's Not just an ex- it. excursion to Batu. It, it includes you your tickets to Hollywood Toy Studios. Story while you're there. I, you know, I don't know how they're doing that. It includes tickets to Hollywood Studios is part yeah. of your price. But it sounded yeah. like they they have it sort of scheduled out that you go down there, yeah. you're eating at Docking Bay Seven, you're riding yes. the rides, and Did I'm sure there's and then there's the like rides? story elements. They do, yes. But then, oh, that's cool. yeah. Oh. And there's a special transport that takes you to Batu. You're not just uh, mm-hmm. walking in there from. It's yeah. you know it's probably going to be a bus with yeah it is it's a LED screens bus. on like the bus, bus we no, saw back is... at D twenty three yeah years ago. exactly yeah. with yeah with the screens, screens instead of windows windows yeah so you think you're in space yeah but I don't know I don't know whether you're going to be leaving if you could you know hop over and ride Tower of Terror I don't know I mean. It's not like they can stop you, right? <laughs> Why it would be? I don't know. I can't. Decide. What if you miss? So there's always somebody that misses the boat. Like, what if you miss your your yeah, shuttle you're... back to the spaceship? And they're back like, no, nope, you live in Batu now. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. And it yeah, is cause... only two days. It's not like you're if you if you get into the the role playing and stuff and you don't like it that you're <laughs> you're stuck there. Got to break the break the story though, and it, it does look it looks really cool, and I can't wait it to see the super, photos from I just inside. Can't stand that whole role play cosplay horse shit. They've got to be yeah. able to have it built in for you to just sort of go and observe and enjoy. Other yeah, but people then you're not getting it. your money's worth. That's a lot of money. If for that's what you want to do with for, for your windows. money, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think the idea fair. is don't go if you're not into it. Right. Yeah, I mean, and nobody wants to it. <laughs> not a lot of star trek fans doing this one i do think it's going to be very very popular and i do i do hope it doesn't miss the mark for fans or the real super fans who want to dress up like a a jedi and spend the whole time pretending that they're in star wars (laughs) now they do this with marvel and i i will my pants to get there i don't care what it takes (laughs) you already look like j jonah jameson It's true. It's the now, I can't stress this part enough. If you uh, want to, to go and experience the Galactic Star Cruiser, you need to call a travel advisor mm-hmm. because uh, if not, be prepared to be on the phone for a really And make sure your travel really advisor already has your credit card info before they yes. call for pricing. And your and your permission to book it. It is fully refundable up to 90 days before, so you could put a deposit down. Um, you just can't, there are no courtesy holds, so you're going to have to be prepared to put the money down when you call, or you're going to miss out. You're going to miss the plane or the transport. Also make sure that your travel advisor is from Key to the World Travel. That's correct. Your key to a magical vacation. In In space. space. Yeah. And you know what's your key to, apparently, the most magical Walt Disney World vacation coming next year is going to (gasps) be... 
Another Magic plus. Magic Bands Plus. That's oh, right. Plus in it yeah. I just listened I to that episode to where we were talking about the plus <laughs> and thought, oh, well, yeah. now we've got even another plus. I have to tell you, while Jeff and I were at the media event for the 50th and they, they showed the video, and as soon as this thing came up on the screen, we both were looking around like, where can we get this right now? Oh, yeah. I, I am I am that target audience. Put it on my wrist now. It has I will lights. take it. Yeah. I, <laughs> so Magic it, Band Plus coming. They didn't say exactly when, right? Early twenty twenty two. Beginning next year. Yeah. So. But it looks yeah. cool, and I want it. So it's got blinky lights and yeah. haptic feedback vibrations, basically. And it'll. And it it looks to be doing more of the interaction with your surroundings that we were expecting from the first wave of the magic band. Yeah. So yeah. they've said that you can, now they're saying you can uh, play like a bounty hunter and in, in galaxy mm-hmm. far, far away. Um, and then it'll right. interact with the new fab 50 character statues that they put out. Mm. So, so it'll change colored. I don't know. It doesn't something? say it just says that it, it looked well, like it from the short like little videos. Light up and do different things. Yeah. Looks like all different. I can't tell. Like, are the different designs? Is it a screen? Like, I don't know. It's hard to tell. But whatever it, it is, it looks like the it lighting like is screen. around the puck itself. So it looks like mm-hmm. they just like have different pictures puck. on each puck yeah, it's now. Like a squared off watch, right? Face but there's sort of puck. like a recessed lighting in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. I, I want to get my hands on it and sort of dissect yes. one of these. So, yeah, it looks interesting. How clunky does it look in person? Does it look like it's thicker or bigger than we haven't seen oh, I, I, mm-hmm. they didn't show them no, to you guys well, like we saw was the video uh-huh. yeah they, yeah, did they the showed the same video like bigger. just before it released to the public they because they look slightly video. thicker and I was looking but... around at the doors like and now we're gonna give everybody uh, one, we were no, hoping they they'd not. be handing the us <laughs> one <laughs> on when we came out of the presentation they had these gift bags we were like awesome this is gonna be them and it was stuffed mickey mouse dolls those are hard to find have the like they have to program yeah. the app first, guys. I know, like, oh. and now we know why they're not giving away free Magic Bands anymore. Yeah. Because now you have the opportunity to purchase one. It is nice though to see that they, uh, when they said that they were no longer including Magic Bands, I was wondering if they were just phasing them out and hoping everybody used the app. Yeah, they would alert you to different things about your schedule, or yeah, like blink up when it's time for your ride, or whatever. I hated FastPass Plus, but I love Magic Bands. I love that. Yeah. That's all I have. Just strap it on my wrist, and I can pay for stuff and mm-hmm. open my door and get into the park. I don't like having to get out my phone and find the app and launch the app and do all that stuff. I, I believe that at my house. I believe that keeping everybody on the app was their original plan. And I think that this is their response to the blowback from the people who hated mm, that. Mm-hmm, pulling their phone out all the way and they knew they could make more money. And since they stopped providing them for free, the prices of all of the second gen magic bands seem to have crept up. Mm-hmm. So it keeps anything, getting higher and higher. Anything <laughs> with a picture on it is 35 bucks. Oh, so yeah. you know that magic band plus is probably going to start at 50. I, I would think assume it'll be like 99 bucks. You think be- so? Because the, the 50th, I, I got the 50th uh, magic bands and even the pre-order price when you order them with your package, I think they were 25 bucks for the, the 50th one with the cute little slider on it. But I shelled out the money for it immediately. Yeah. So to catch I don't give a care what it's going to cost. I'm getting one. <laughs> In fact, right. I'm getting so, several. 
And speaking <laughs> of the Star Cruiser, they're looking at like the photos of the designs they have. There's one that doesn't have any sort of characters or anything on it, but it looks like it's a piece of like something that somebody would wear in Star Wars. I guarantee mm, you that cool. that's you're going to get one of those when you check in. Well, it's hopefully be used it's somehow. included with your very expensive stay. <laughs> it's an upcharge, you know. Yeah. yeah if you don't have it, you don't know when dinner me. is, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what time it is because there's space outside your window. When do I sleep? <laughs> so are these things going to go off when my table's ready at, like, Liberty Tree? That is that? Nice. Oh, I hope so. That could That'd be a really be good way to great. do that. Yeah. They could work a lot of things in there. I guarantee that the Bounty Hunter game in Galaxy's Edge, have you watched the videos from... Um, Mario Land in mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Japan, yeah. and where all you do is you take your little band and you just tap every single block that you see, and it racks up points for you. That's what it's going to be. You're going to have to look for a certain spot and just tap your band, and that's yeah, just like that's bounty hunters do more of in yeah. Batu. Mm-hmm. Right, that's... which is what we were promised with the app, but it doesn't work because it thinks that you're not in the land. Oh, that is crazy. We can get it to work about <laughs> half the time. Yeah, I, my first visit there, I couldn't get to work at all. I was very disappointed. <sighs> well, <laughs> speaking of the future of space, space travel, travel. The future. Yeah, we that talked. We talked before about uh, the company Worldview that was uh, attempting to launch space hot air balloons. What? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Was well, I on that episode? I oh, pr- I'm like, pretty sure I recall you saying, hell no, I will well, never do that. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's that a is balloon. my reaction as well. Yeah, it's a balloon that takes you, uh, that has a capsule, a pressurized capsule under it, and it takes you 23 miles up. Um, and they have expanded, and they're, they're turning into an actual, like, vacation package company. So mm-hmm. they're Good launching package. these spaceports. All over the world in locations like near the Grand Canyon, near the Great Barrier Reef, the Serengeti in Kenya, Norway, uh, near a spot where they have those igloos that you can stay in and watch the uh, the Northern Lights uh, in the Amazon. Uh, uh, they're putting one at uh, at Giza in Egypt, the Great Wall of China, and right for next to this. Right next to the pyramids and the camels, yeah. <laughs> and so for $50,000 per person, which is a hefty price tag, but you get a five-day whole experience where you stay in one of these actually really cool locations and you do excursions to, you know, you can go diving in the Great Barrier Reef or you can watch the Northern Lights, see the pyramids, and then ride into space above that area that you were just staying in. It's actually... I think going to be a, a, like a true space tourism kind of thing. I bet it's less than the new Star Wars hotel. <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, it's certainly less than um, Blue Origin or. Plus, uh, you don't have to go into space with William Shatner. So you got that. <laughs> hey. for you. What do you got against Shatner? The Shat is the man. Wait, yeah. Who's going to watch your space? mouth, dude? He's just, going into space next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah he deserves Bezos's rocket. Yeah, on Bezos's rocket. Yeah. Did Heather just say that? I don't know, Shatner's you guys. This, 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 yeah, that's what that's we what said. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, that's not how this show goes. Please don't bring it down like that. 
Please don't go blue. Come on. That's not how we do things around here. Sorry, guys. Hey, you know that I have this quest to make it into space. And not a penis. $50,000 is a lot more within my reach than the $100,000 and up. Well, I don't know. It's like $500,000 for Richard Branson, Galactic, uh, Virgin Galactic. And it's like a million dollars for Blue Origin with Bezos. I'd pay a million bucks not to be in a small confined space with Jeff Bezos. I think I would pay $50,000 to go on a little mini safari in the Serengeti and then ride a hot air balloon into space. I'm going to do it. $50,000 per person is his worldviews. Price. I missed it if you said it. How long are you up in space? About 12 hours. Okay, oh, so that's, that's, that's pretty much cool. better yeah. mm-hmm. compared to a minute and 20 seconds or whatever. Yeah, well, because it takes longer what to get up there in a balloon. Thing? You just go straight up and then they. It's not tethered. It's a, back down. it's a balloon. It's oh, a no. hot air balloon, essentially. Well, it's not really a hot air balloon, yes. but. Somebody's got kind of real <laughs> poor guys. Like, all right, here they come. Hours. <laughs> well, I didn't figure it was a guy. <laughs> they do make machines. I did. <laughs> it's funnier that some way. plane would probably drive by, sever that thing. <laughs> I wonder if you could pay extra to skydive off it, like that one guy did. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Ago. No thanks. Johnny Red Bull. I just want to yeah, stay in the capsule name. and see Earth from space. I'm that. I know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't is it like see like the Serengeti from you know eleven feet above it? None of that. I hate a hot air balloon. Confuse well, the, the hell out of some lions. You <laughs> You're like, hey, look, these lions they float off into space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've always said the best part about a hot air balloon is you can't steer it or control its forward velocity. Yeah. <laughs> That's the most exciting part. Yeah, you just, you just see this where the wind takes. This looks a little bit more high tech than your average hot air balloon. It's more of a dirigible. So, what is it Something lifting? Like what makes it lift? It's not hot air, is it? I am Hydrogen not. Or whatever? Uh, to be honest, entirely sure that I don't have those details. I would find them out before I got inside the capsule yeah. and wrote it up. That's why we're losing. They call it, it's called a zero pressure stratospheric balloon. Oh, I figured. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how it works. But that that old like chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm the target audience for. That's a, but it's certainly that's a no for me it's not also. that fake space nor real space. Uh, hey, it's it's, uh, it's helium. Oh, so they are the reason that helium's so hard to find now. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's what NASA. Guys. It's yeah, it's what NASA uses. It was all fun and games till I talked funny too long and then made the balloon fall. <laughs> NASA sends these types of balloons up, you guys, so it's perfectly safe. I'm doing it. Yeah. Well, the Earth is flat and all of this is fake. <laughs> They've only had a handful of crafts go up. Yeah. Yeah, let's not anyway. let's not talk about that. There's a lot less chance of explosion. There's not a rocket involved, right? Uh, so, right, exactly. I'd be more inclined to do a balloon, probably. Mm-hmm. Still not inclined, but more inclined. <laughs> yeah, a little bit closer to. Uh, well, uh, this this is turning out to be a very space centric space centric episode. We've got a, a fancy new roller coaster that is apparently going to open at some point in Epcot. I love how they released this as if it's news. 
It's going to yeah. reopen in 2022. Like, They've yeah, committed to that it. now, though. That's Yeah. Well, they're already ride testing the thing. Pre-COVID, were we pretty sure it was going to open this year for the 50th? Yeah. Oh, yeah. COVID it hit. and Tron were pretty much guaranteed that they were going to open. Yeah. But Maybe we should point out that we're talking about the uh, Guardians. Guardians oh, yes. of the <laughs> Galaxy. What is it? Cosmic Rewind. Cosmic, Cosmic Rewind. Oh, yes. sorry. <laughs> Groot's Energy Adventure. Groot's. <laughs> Stupid Groot. That's really what they should have oh, called that it. That would have been fun if they called it that. <laughs> but yeah, they did give some uh, some media outlets like a look inside the construction of the ride yes. itself. So That and- was one of the parts of the media event that we were separated from other media and did not get the sneak peek inside they don't let anybody rewind. take pictures anyway. So yeah, you can only hear people. people. We did. <laughs> yeah. They did release a little video of Tom Fitzgerald, the Imagineer, uh, inside the main yeah. the when you where you first go in. Uh, so a little peek at what it looks like in there. In it's the space finished, area. right? Do we think that it's finished? And they've been te- ride testing it. It is looks, what I last heard. I think they're testing the mechanics and all that. That doesn't yeah. mean all the painting and the special effects and. You know. No, that's true. All that yeah, done. but they are the track is done and laid out in there. I mean, it sounds testing. like they're doing some insanely new things, especially with with screens. So they've got to make sure all of that works. They've got so many different things with the cars moving in different directions and the screens. They've yeah. got so many different parts that have to work together. Let's I don't think they want to completely go down on yeah. the second day that it's open, like Ratatouille. Yeah, but I digress. Or rise, or rise, of the <laughs> or rise of the resistance. Yeah. yeah. I, it sounds amazing. Or, or just, uh, harmonious. I can't wait. And the ride vehicle, they've had that out on display for a while. Yeah. It's comfy. It's going to be good. It and it looks, looks like the ride so height cool. would be would be pretty low because it's, yeah, it's, it's got a like a lap bar. bar. So, yeah. So people with mm, bad backs like me can ride it, you know. Mm-hmm. It definitely appears to have a pretty steep drop that you can see from that, that giant monstrosity of a building. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all for that. And then it said it's going to like launch backwards and stuff like that. I'm, I'm every little thing I hear about this ride, I'm ready for. So, and I love Guardians. Excited for this one. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, never mind that it's a cool ride. I just super love the Guardians movies. Mm -hmm. There could be one reason why we are slowed down on this too, though, is that the footage that they need of the Guardians themselves has not been filmed yet because they're waiting to do it with the holiday special and Guardians 3, which is about to start filming soon. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So this yeah. is kind of something they had with when they traded over Tower of Terror into uh, Mission Breakout at Disneyland that they needed that footage to be filmed while they were filming Guardians 2. So because they had all the actors, mm-hmm. they had them in costume, yeah. makeup, everything. So don't wanna, you don't want to have to pay extra to get that all going. Yeah, yeah. and I think they they there's rumors that they were going to try to get footage of the Guardians while they were doing Thor Ragnarok because they appear in that as well. Mm-hmm. But I apparently they James Gunn is is doing the directing of the footage, so I guess they haven't done it yet. No, it's really mm, interesting. That does make more sense, and that movie was heavily delayed, not just because of. James Gunn's incident, but then when Hollywood shut down. And yeah. now something else that could screw it up is that Hollywood's about to go on strike. Yeah. Oh, yikes. Which the the Disney actors are not part of. So they did come out and say that the union members that that work yeah, at Disney not part of that are not going to be part of the strike. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's going to be interesting. I think it'll be short-lived, but they're about to cripple Hollywood for a few months. Yep. 
You know, COVID already did that, so I'm not a fan. <laughs> yeah. I know, it, it took so for long it. for me to see Boss Baby 2. Come on, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I had to find out if he was still boss. No, no craft services needed on that. He, he got demoted, by the way. <laughs> He's not that a boss a anymore? Movie. Nope. Yeah. That was oh, a weird movie. spoiler alert. <laughs> Time jump. It's weird. <laughs> I keep seeing ads for movies that are sequels to movies I didn't know existed. Boss Baby 2 was one of them, and there was something else. Recently. Hotel Transylvania like, 4, I think. Is yeah, I've never yeah. seen any of those. But there's one, there's some other kids' movie out now. Oh, it's The Addams Family 2. I have oh, no idea yeah. they made an animated Addams Family. It's good. We like it. it of I like course the, you've I seen like the it. look of the animation. It's uh, Presley loves it. She asks for it all the time. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Well, yeah, it's, I was surprised by that, but she likes it. So. <sighs> Well, it's only because see. of flow at uh, Progressive or whatever that is that does Did the co-branding. Did you know about it? <laughs> yeah, that I know about that movie. Well, something else that we only know about thanks to flow over at Progressive uh, Universal Studios has given us some information about uh, their Mardi Gras celebrations coming back. Yeah, Mardi Gras is is returning uh, from February fifth to April twenty fourth of twenty twenty two. Um, so they're going to bring back the live concerts, nighttime parades, uh, floats, foods, and uh, a concert lineup as well. Mm. We don't know who, but I think Macklemore will probably concerts be there. Concerts are coming back. Have Remember you seen what the tagline all... is for this uh, this year's celebration? No, no I missed it. it. It's the loudest, wildest blowout this side of the bayou. Doesn't that sound <laughs> like raging diarrhea? Wow, it really does. Oh. Gross. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you. Cajun Remember food, when man. we all thought that 2021 was going to be the year when everything came back and it, it was normal? <laughs> that didn't happen. Yeah, I'm trying no. not to get my hopes up for 2022. Yeah, well, Universal's been doing pretty good, so they're, they're yeah, probably they have gonna... it. it. It really does feel... Yeah, they've got horror And it's all outdoors. They do. They, all the offerings are outdoors, yeah. so... Well, and they never brought back their indoor mask, mag- mask mandate, so it's pretty much just been normal over there all year long if by normal you meet a petri dish then yes, yes that's what i mean <laughs> they said they're gonna have the the floats and the parades last year they didn't do the parades they just parked the floats throughout yeah. the park so i guess this time they're they're just ready for beads and they parked them yeah they they, yeah. they just put them in various places in the park oh, and you funny. could go stand by them and take pictures oh uh, and... well yeah. I mean, they have interactive we know movement causes COVID. Yeah, <laughs> they have all of their interactive meet and greets and characters are back there as well. We we were just there, but what a month ago, and Doc Brown is walking around and will walk right up to you and talk to you. And he's really yeah, huggy whatever. for some reason. He won't yeah. stop. Yeah. <laughs> I assume that was Doc Brown. He had no pants on though, so that was weird. Didn't look anything like Doc Brown. We talked to Doc Brown for much longer than much longer than yeah. It (laughs) it got awkward. Mm -hmm. The Blues Brothers, where you could walk right up to their car and talk to them. We had a whole the Shrek and Donkey encounters. (laughs) They want you to or not? Yes, (laughs) there's video of it. Jeff, did you have some shtick going with the Blues Brothers? No, I didn't. It wasn't Jeff. You'll see at the KeyCon. Yeah, boy, it's good. It's pretty good. Oh boy. Uh, well, speaking of those characters coming back, uh, we kind of 
sort of getting that at Walt Disney World. A little bit. A yeah. We're getting indoor character Ooh. meets back at Walt Disney World in November, which is pretty soon. Physically um, distanced few. still, I assume. Yeah, there's. Yes. they said no hugs and no autographs, but you will well, have... we're still not ready for hugs and autographs. Yeah. You, you still have well, one-on-one you... time, and there's a photo that they, they put out where Mickey's kind of six feet behind six them. Feet so away. it's it's a lot like the character dining is currently, but not really yeah. surprised. Yes. But. And it's also only a few locations, it sounded like. It's yeah. Mickey at the Main Street Theater, it's Minnie... At Hollywood Studios and the and Princess Hall, right? princesses Princess at the Princess Hall, Hall and then in... the Disney Junior Stars at uh, Animation yes. Courtyard in Hollywood. So Studios. interestingly, uh, I would have thought they would put uh, Anna and Elsa back in their summer hoose, but apparently not. They or might they rotate don't. them through the Princess Hall because they didn't say yeah. what princesses they're going to have. So, so they didn't. They're not doing Epcot at all. No, not that we, not that I read. Interesting. No, but haven't they been still been doing? They've been doing really well with just popping them up in the grassy areas where it's fenced off, and then they're also Mm -hmm. at the entrance next to Spaceship Earth when you come in. And every time I've been going through the park, those have been working really well. People, Anna and Elsa have been alternating just outside of Summer Use. We saw um, Anna there a couple days ago. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, those have worked well for them. Elevated, sort of on the front porch of that thing and then they've got it roped off where you can't get too close but she talks to all the kids and yeah the and they said 51 year old men <laughs> they said they're going to keep those experiences and the cavalcades yeah. running for the time being so this is just i adding love the to cavalcades it. Yeah. yeah those are awesome they're quick people don't bunch mm-hmm. up so you don't have to get stuck yeah right. and you don't like you're not trying to get to a lunch reservation and you're just stuck there yeah it's nice Something that's every bit as nice as that is, uh, well, Jess has some more oddities from the history of Walt Disney World for us. Yeah, I was I was searching for more weird things that happened in Walt Disney World. And, and more than like this being an instance that happened in Walt Disney World's history, this is just a, a, a weird experience that lasted over a decade. And that's Pleasure Island. Because um, when you really start looking at Pleasure Island... Um, it is so firmly stuck in the 90s that it could have never existed in any other decade. Um, it is so it basically was only in the landing area of what is in Disney Springs now. Um, and it was just one large tasteless party. Um, even the <laughs> first logo for it, if you look up the first logo, it looked like basically the Gogurt containers from the 90s. <laughs> I swear it would it would be like a Skechers ad from like 1995. But um, one of the most like garish things that I, I thought about it was that every night was New Year's Eve. Did you guys ever experience yes. that? Yes. Yeah, that was that was just too much. Then um, that was parodied in uh, the Simpsons Itchy and Scratchy Land episode where mm-hmm. they go to Parents Island and it's like New Year's Eve every like five minutes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the logo with the the moon guy. There's like this weird logo that's, that's just a PI. Nice it looks really weird. Oh, um, yeah, it's it's really bad. Um, I, I found a good list of the bands that came through and played <laughs> Pleasure Island, which made me very happy, um, including um, New Kids on the Block in 1989, yes. uh, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Not just Marky Mark for his solo work. Yeah. <laughs> 
You didn't like the Funky Bunch? Yeah, after they broke up and just the Funky Bunch was touring on their own, it was kind of weird. Well, now it's sad if you see the Funky Bunch at like a state fair. It's really only like one guy who was a roadie. There's not any more of the original Funky Bunch still in there. But he still smells funky. Yeah, but he has the rights to the name. So it's uh, Blind Melon, which is interesting. Oh, that's... Yeah, I would have loved that. Yeah, I was like, that's that's an interesting one. Um, NSYNC not only performed there, but they like videotaped one of their original demo videos to get, I guess, signed to like a bigger label or something. I don't know um, which you can find on YouTube if you so would like to watch that. Uh, and Savage Garden. Remember them? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. They played in 97. That's the year I graduated high school. Um, and yeah, the, so it's just that that place just. Older. The, the clubs, uh, eight tracks, the seventies yeah, themed tracks. club, eight tracks with an X, uh, mannequins dance palace, the techno club, yes. which is, uh, and, and my favorite name of all the clubs there, neon armadillo, which was the country and Western <laughs> line dancing club. Cause that was what? big in the nineties. It's just, everything was so nineties that it couldn't last. Um, there was briefly a roller disco there, but yeah. then there were too many injuries. And got shut yeah, down. there were a lot of problems <laughs> that they had to change things with. Like at, at, originally kids could go into the, like the nightclubs and then at some point they had to until a certain time. Yeah. yeah and then at some point they're like, nope, kids can't go into the clubs at all. It's just because now it's naked time. Right. <laughs> now Mickey's taking <laughs> his mom and pants dad. off. <laughs> Yeah, so well, there was this documentary thing on that, and it was talking about how there was a there's a downtown district that came up and was supposedly stealing all the nighttime business. So they were yeah. like, "We're just going to build our own downtown district," and I forget what that was called, but they built uh, it, and it immediately it worked. It shut down. It ruined the, the the district downtown. But then then they themselves closed. Yeah, the whistle stop something like that. I can't remember what it was. Something like that. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's so Disney in the 90s though well, if they're building a movie park so will we mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it's true but I love Disney Springs now but uh, Pleasure Island was one of the weirdest experiences I had uh, when I visited I, I, I went in like I 1995 it was yeah. very strange. they had a Jessica's of Hollywood lingerie store yeah it was Jessica Rabbit giant... themed yeah <laughs> I remember that <laughs> oh yeah I would have liked all that the first year that I went and had people with us that could take care of our kid was the year they closed. Like, yeah. I mostly wanted to see the Adventurers Club. I didn't care about eight tracks. I never got to go into there. Yeah, that's that's the thing everybody loves to remember from then. It seems like the most quality offering mm-hmm. that they had. But I wish they'd bring that back. Yeah, in some version. They keep giving it's nods to it now. It's all like being mm-hmm. tied into the, and I love that. I love that they're sort of tying everything together under like sort of adventure land. Yeah. The, the adventure land sort of theme, but yeah, bring it back in some way. Give us something, put it. You guys got NBA experience space. Absolutely. Yeah. And just charge out the wazoo for it. Do it like dinner theater and charge. People will pay it. Make it Church, into a hotel where we could stay. Cirque du Soleil money or something, and <laughs> people will go. Turn it yeah. into like the, the Galactic Star Cruiser and make it like a hotel where we can oh, pretend like goodness. murder yes. dinner theater type thing. That'd me. be all. Now that's my kind of role play: solve a murder and yeah, that'd be cool. yes. Get at me, right. Bobby. Paycheck. TM. Yeah. <laughs> somebody, somebody, call up the collective Bobs and let's let's get to work. Uh, Well, stick around, because after the commercial break, 
Uh, we're going to hear all about Heather and Jeff's adventures during Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary celebration. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your Key to the World Travel Vacation Planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Walt Disney World is a tribute to the philosophy and life of Walter Elias Disney and to the talents, the dedication, and the loyalty of the entire Disney organization that made Walt Disney's dream come true. May Walt Disney World bring joy and inspiration and new knowledge to all who come to this happy place, a magic kingdom where the young at heart of all ages can laugh and play and learn together. Uh, that was the dedication of the Magic Kingdom from Roy Disney 50 long years ago. 50 and, uh, years. Yeah. They should do a party or something for that. that. They should. Well, they years should. Yeah. If only they if only they had thought to plan a party. <laughs> yeah. Well, Heather and Jeff were there on, on the big day when the world turned 50. Yeah. And, you know, we had we there was and... a lot more celebrating of the 50th in the few days before the big day when we were at the media event. Mm-hmm. We were there the two days leading up to the first, and uh, there was lots of hullabaloo and fun, exciting things we got to mm -hmm. preview. We've seen all of the, basically, not if not all, most of the new offerings that are going to be there for the 18 months of the celebration time and beyond some of them. We got to ride Remy. We got to yeah. be in the Remy area for as long as we wanted for... With no line, no waiting. That was fun. Yes. I will say this three, three times, times yeah. <laughs> is one too many. Ride. Three times riding it in a row. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got pretty nauseous and had to take a little sit after. Oh. One was great. Two was great. Three, I was like, uh oh, I've made a horrible <laughs> mistake. This, is, this was a mistake. <laughs> I have to say, there's, there's so much cool stuff coming that's it timed with the 50th or there for the 50th. It's amazing. Uh, the things that they've got going on. Yeah. What was your favorite thing, Heather? Oh, probably eating at Space 220 and then watching Harmonious. Mm -hmm. That was an excellent, excellent combo. And I gotta say, after we were underwhelmed by the Space 220 menu, I thought the food was great. 
Yeah, the food is excellent. I really loved it. The whole thing, the whole experience is cool. You check in down... Uh, I was about to say downstairs, but it's yeah. really just... <laughs> At the space in. elevator. Yeah, and then... <laughs> the and hydrolators. Then they yes. take you into a little holding room. They take you in in groups of, I don't know, like 10 or... Yeah. Whatever, and you go it's in. The 10. whole space elevator experience is super fun. You stand Cast around really into like it. the... It's, it looks like a viewing portal that you all stand around this... And, and watch as you're shot up the space elevator into space. And it's it's pretty the cool. It's great. very realistic. There's a lot of good sound. There's rumbling and vibration as if yeah. you're moving. Is this yeah. room really stretching? Yeah. I like how they put a, uh, a cloud over Epcot construction. So as you're yes. flying up and you look yes. down, you can't see what basically just yeah. a construction zone. That's hilarious. If, I didn't even think of that. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> if I can contribute something incredibly nerdy that probably no one else really cares about. Uh, <laughs> early on in uh, Disneyland, there was an attraction that was, I, I, they had two different versions. One, I think was a voyage to the moon and then mm. they did a trip to Mars. That was that thing in the elevator where they had a circular screen above you and the circular screen in the middle. So I remember talking about that. Look down in the space flight. I, I thought that was really cool to see that idea brought back and upgrade the video. And yeah, there you go. You've it's a great effect. It really hook. does kind of feel like you're, you're moving. They've got enough vibration and sounds and stuff mm-hmm. going on. As you start picking up speed, it's the sound is whooshing like, yes. you know, really cool. Like how it swirls around in the haunted mansion. The sound goes all around you. This is, this is just like that. And, and just, they're very committed to the theme. Yeah. Like they talk about the oxygen and the, how they, how they get gravity up there. And the host <laughs> uh, calls into the space station to get permission for docking and all yes. before you get, arrive. And it's very well done. And you then walk it down, opens, this cool you go hall. down this cool, long hallway that has, it's a practical effect thing on either side. It's like this spinning, rotating, uh, garden section that looks like mm-hmm. the hydroponic section of the living with the land that's super cool and they talk about oh here's all the vegetables we're growing for your meals and that's pretty pretty cool but then once you walk into that that restaurant it's it's really it's so cool it really does look like you're above the earth looking down and, and they've got the coolest just low hum so it feels like yeah. there's music like Star and Trek stuff used and to like have rest- on their show. Yeah. yeah. And restaurant yeah. sounds, but it's just got the. Yes. So it feels like you're in a thing. <laughs> and you see astronauts on spacewalks float by and the mm-hmm. uh, the ships from Mission Space. We fly were seated past. right next to the window, but not on the part where any of the, the globe is. So I was like, ah, you know, crying about that. And he goes, no, there's stuff on every window. So, yeah, you'd see ships go by and space uh, astronauts going by and different things. There's People a lightsaber duel. Back. Yes, the astronauts People, with lightsabers out yeah. there. Finally, two, cool. two astronauts on a space date. Yeah, there's just Apparently all good. sorts of stuff going on outside the windows. And, and you know, we, we were two adults sitting there. Like, every time someone you know. <laughs> yes, it's cool. But so I knew the gimmick was going to be cool. We know they can build awesome screens and all that. But the service was super good. A little bit slow because it was we were there like pre, you know, like right at opening day kind of thing. So it's it's a little bit slow. They're ironing out the tweaks. But the food was awesome. 
They have dumb names. Really good. Food was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I, I have to say, I have to say, my first reaction once I saw your pictures from the meal was they needed to include the pictures of the food when they released the yes, menu ahead definitely. of time because the names and the descriptions of the dishes made it sound like there were not actually sticking to the theme of the hotel at all. But once you see what it actually looks like, it all looks super yes. cool, futuristic out of this world. food. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Yeah. Everything's presented just so cool and uh, lots of weird little micro greens and mm-hmm. things just for color. And it looks otherworldly. It looks like uh, Whoopi Goldberg should be the bartender. You know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, that would be fun. And the drinks were excellent. I had an alcoholic beverage with Tang in it. And it was actually yeah. quite good. It was called the Poontang, I think. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> uh, you, you, let's see. What was that called? Where's the drinks menu? And I, I had, had another this one, one that, that was, was bubbling. Spacey Spritz or something. And it's the one that has like uh, cotton candy on top and they bring the, the drink in and pour over it. It was delicious. But I will say it was basically an Aperol Spritz, which I love. But because they poured it in and for the whole effect, it was then a room temperature, non, non-iced <laughs> yeah, not- Aperol spritz so in a martini glass. So I was kind of disappointed in that one. It looked cool. And if you get it for the Instagram, it's, it's worth it. But it, uh, I, did, I don't know. I didn't care for that so much. But the next, the, what was the foaming purple thing you got? It was bubbling and. Oh, yeah, yeah cool. I can't remember what it was called, but it had dry ice and coconut rum in it. It the was big delicious. Tang. Yes. <laughs> Not to be confused with Pootie Tang starring Chris Rock. Sadate. <laughs> um, the, then next I had a Stargarita, and that was an awesome, awesome margarita. It was spacey. <laughs> what exactly made it spacey? I don't know. It just served in a spacey looking cup, I guess. <laughs> Did it, it have a glow good. cube in yeah. it? Yeah. And uh, Jeff had this... Uh, he had the best dessert. It was carrot cake, and I shied away from we it because it was it. vegan. And so it, you know, it's got cream cheese frosting, but it's got to be vegan, so it's not really cream yeah, cheese. Yeah, it's like cream. It was delicious. It's literally the best so uh, carrot cake I've ever had in my life. And so, it's so small, good. so I was like, oh, it's small. But it was so rich and so good that it that was all you needed of it. Um I had surf and turf. It was steak and lobster. It was it was good. Nothing just exceptional, but it was a good you know good quality steak and the lobster was good. And what did you have? Oh, the pork belly. I had um, no. Uh, I had Neptuna was my appetizer. Oh yeah. And then I had short ribs with cheddar cheese grits. Short rib that was special. It was a delicious. It was made from space cows. Of so course. they were very, very tasty. Yeah, and with there being no gravity, those cows were fatty and yummy. Yes, they were so, so good. They, it was, oh, the grits were, oh. Space grits. So good. Space grits. Mm. But I mean, my- and I had the starry calamari for the appetizer, which was the dumbest name, but that was, it was, that really, was good, really, though. really good. My question, though, is did, I mean, it sounds really good, but honestly, did any of your beverages come in a piston cup? No. no. Well, that's then. sad. Point yeah. for flows. They were all clean. I think we know where the proper theme is. <laughs> they did have these little, they're giving out little trading cards. Oh, yeah, I saw that. 
Isn't that just with the kids' meals, I think? No, they gave them to us. I mean, maybe oh, yeah. maybe it's supposed to be with the kids' meals, but they did give them to us. They seem to be nice. giving them to everybody. Yeah. Cool. And Zach got them, too. At his. I did get, they said there's a very rare white card, and one of my packets had the white card in it. So. Was it the one I gave you? If so, I want to It means you marked for death. <laughs> I don't think so. I think, you, I think you threw those out. <laughs> the white card means you have to go in the airlock. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, overall, a Space 220 is a total winner. I loved it. The 100%. experience is cool. The food is good. Service is good. The kitchen's going to get it together. And get, the timing was just off. You, there was too long yeah. between some things, too short between some. But that's that's to be expected from a brand new place. It's patina group, so yeah, they'll they'll get it down to a yeah well oiled machine. They are great with the themed restaurants and good quality food. Yeah, one hundred percent. Then that night was the uh, one of the it was the first of the soft openings they did of the uh, harmonious at Epcot. Mm-hmm. My goodness, I did not expect to fall in love with this show, but I certainly did. I really really loved it. It was great. It looks beautiful. The music is just so the music's killer. incredible. I love that soundtrack. I was we watched it on the official parks feed and it really lost something from that because they did a lot of close ups on individual screens. Their camera stuff. work oh, yeah. sucked for that. I watched it and I was like, This is horrible. Yeah. And then I watched somebody else's just cell phone footage and I was like, This is way better yeah. than it looked that, on we the official. Were, for both of the shows, we were right next to the live stream cameras, and they have like these crane operators that everybody that operates any kind of a crane is just a complete douche nozzle. <laughs> but these guys oh, were had really? the cameras on the crane; they couldn't stay still. It's like you don't need to watch a fireworks show where you're zooming and swirling and zoom, you know, in and out and up and down. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. They needed more. They needed more moments where you could see the whole thing the whole going thing. on because they kept on doing close-ups of the various screens, Each screen or image, spectacle of everything together. It's yeah. once you get all of those elements together, it looks just the size amazing. of this thing is monstrous. It's like if you took the best elements of Fantasmic and World of uh, Color and blew it up. Four times. Like, it's monstrous. Mm-hmm. I still think it's the ugliest thing in the world during the day. Yeah. It is, and they still the haven't turned, turned on the on. fountains. They have finally turned the screens on, which I didn't uh, realize they were screens until <laughs> yeah. they finally turned them on. I think the fountains might have gotten nixed after they had them on for a little while, and they were very underwhelming. I, mm-hmm. I think you may be right, and that's a shame, because it's an, such an ugly monstrosity during the day. I they have need to- thoughts on that. I think they could put underwater actual fountains that just sort of disguise yeah, the thing. Like the fountains at World of Color, but just oh, maybe yeah. bigger, yeah. you know. Yeah, and that would just sort of blow and do something during the day, yeah. and not try to run it through the stage piece. But that, man, the colors and the what they're doing, the soundtrack is so killer. They take all of your favorite, you know, recent Disney movie songs and and all the ones from all around World Showcase. So you've got Frozen, you've got Coco, you've got whatever from all the different countries. And then not only do they do that, but then they do them in uh, many different languages. They re-recorded mm-hmm. all these. It's just so killer. The energy's great. It's up, it's down, it's dramatic, or it's funny, it's light, there's dancing. 
Those crazy <laughs> robot arms shoot fireworks and yeah. water somehow. Both. It's ridiculous. It was very cool. I, I fully expected to just poo-poo it. I did too. <laughs> right. And then I, uh, I do have I do have that. one question about how it works at night. So the the central disc. Yes. Um, is that how many sides? I mean, how directional is viewing on that? Is there spots where there, you kind of bone? It faces you can't see? north, south, east, west. So okay, so there's four sides. You can, yeah. So if you want to watch okay. it from, you could a really good viewing would be Italy, Mexico, mm-hmm. Morocco, America, and, uh, and Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. France, not great. France is off You're... center, and that island and trees are in the way. Mm-hmm. Right. You want to find a spot where you can see the full circle. You don't need to yeah. see it like full on. You just kind of right. need to see it. But you need to be able to see like it. Germany looked great. That's where they mm-hmm. had actually all of the media preview people were set up on that Germany rest mm-hmm. area where all the benches are and stuff. Yeah. It's kind of a shame that they have that beautiful, huge patio at France that used to be used is still used, I assume, for dessert parties mm-hmm. because France is terrible viewing, honestly. Yeah. You're just seeing the side and everybody who was that at that dessert party blocks, there. The yeah, island the, blocks the middle. You can't see it. The way the wind was blowing that night, not only could they not see the circle, the wind, the smoke was all blowing directly at them. It wasn't we did a great check view. it out. And England, uh, or the um, the dinner thing they have where you can watch it from Rose, Rose and Crown, that mm-hmm. would be a great spot. That would be a great spot. And Canada is really good all along there by where the stage is in Canada. Mexico. Right there, smack in between in Showcase Plaza, in between those two gift shops. Fantastic spot. Mm-hmm. So it's not as bad as I was when I was watching. I was, I was like, oh, man, is this like really yeah, you can see, As long as you can or... see the centerpiece thing, you can you can okay. see what's happening because it's not good. so dead on. You don't need to like stare directly into the Stargate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is all they were able to do, apparently, uh, the night of the official public opening. They were staring into the center of the Stargate because that screen was in B mode that night. Yeah, I heard. Oh, really? I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that central screen went down on the... Yes, it did. Board. It was not good. But it's it's just projected onto water, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, I think the water pressure was bad that night. Oh, dear. <laughs> Somebody flushed over at the Somebody. poly. And- <laughs> uh, any other highlights while you were being uh, very important? Well, the next night we got people? to check out Steakhouse 71 before they, mm-hmm. the night before they opened. This, this restaurant is a total winner. The look in there yes. is great. The food is too. amazing. The service staff is all just so killer. They're, they... It's a lot of the people that worked at the Wave and other places, so it's a lot of seasoned veteran servers that are all great. And it is a kind of a, that old school menu, like we talked about the ambrosia and laughed about that. Yeah, but what yeah. they've done is a mm, it's the elements of ambro- it. It ambrosia, but it's uh, mm-hmm. it's made into like a beautiful little tart sort of thing. So it has yeah. the marshmallow and all that, but it's like a deconstructed and the pineapple and the coconut thing. and the lime. It was. Yeah. So, so good. And the 15-layer cake, I would slap my mama to get some more of that. Put it this way. We ate there three times Mm -hmm. because we loved it so much. Yeah, we had a a reservation anyway for dinner, and then Mm -hmm. we got invited to the preview. So we went to that and kept our dinner reservation because it was so good, and then added an additional breakfast. And it was great. 
that breakfast. And that so going back just... twice, we got to try different things, and I loved everything that we had. There wasn't any no losers on the menu for me. No. It was all yeah. well, except the wedge salad. But that was because it was covered in blue cheese, and I hate blue cheese. Which so. wedge salads <laughs> yes. almost always have blue cheese. So. Yeah. You could probably request it without. If they they could yeah. probably do ranch and bacon. But the um, the Caesar salad they do there is the original Caesar recipe, mm, so it's like it in a so long good. thing, and each little layer is infused, sort of like if you've been to the Yachtsman uh, Steakhouse, it's similar to that. This place is totally killer, a great keeper, great new restaurant. And I think it's going to be a good family steakhouse, too. If you have younger kids or pickier kids who you don't want to spend the money going to Yachtsman or... Even California Grill, this is a great spot because it's not, it's, I think it's the food is definitely as high end, but it's not as expensive mm-hmm. as Yachtsman and or Toledo. And there's of great pictures of Walt Disney World being built and the contemporary being built as you go down the hallway. And then it's sort of a mix of mid-century modern and early 70s vibe going mm-hmm. in there. So they, they make, it looks like. A steakhouse that's been there since the fifties and is now the seventies, so it's 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 an interesting look in there. But it's really great. Did you guys and the get to redo see, uh... of the lobby was great too. I loved the what they've done in the contemporary lobby. It looks fantastic. Yeah. What Jess? I was going to ask. Did you guys get to see kite tails? We could have. Oh, we skipped boy. that day. They were running <laughs> us pretty well, but <laughs> I, I didn't think I, that anything could be more doomed than Rivers of Light. But that show is turns out, <laughs> yeah, this tails. Yeah, they've already suspended it. Yeah. Temper- I mean, possibly oh, indefinitely. They, they, they had, have. It they hasn't had jet been ski running. Drivers like they had to rescue them. They had to like fish them out one. of the water. Mm-hmm. And then the kites keep crashing into either the crowd or getting stuck in a tree. Yeah, Baloo got yes. stuck in the tree. And the TikTok is hilarious of that. It's so funny. And we did not go watch that one in person. I'm not real interested. <laughs> That's a shame. I want to love that. I love the idea of it. It sounds cool, but then you see, but... I've seen video of like a successful showing, and I'm, I'm like, they. That's it. That's all they did with it. They could have done mm-hmm. a lot more. They really could have. Yeah. And it was windy. It was it was breezy every day. The whole the, the whole, whole time weekend, we were yeah. there. So I don't know if that was part of the problem. But don't you need oof. that for yeah. kites? Like, we went to see uh, the next night after eating at Steakhouse Seventy One. We went to see the new uh, Disney's Enchantment, mm. and it was. I was underwhelmed completely by it. But uh, the more I think about it, the more I look back and I look at my footage, I recorded the whole thing. I think I'm going to give it another chance because I was fully expecting it to be about the 50th and about Walt Disney World. And it made zero mention of that, which I thought was weird. We're doing this special show for the 50th, so... Let's ignore that completely. There's no Walt. There's no Walt Disney World. There's nothing about the 50th. It's basically just movies that came out in the last eight years. Which, if I was the parent of a young kid, yeah, it'd probably be great. But I feel like the last one was for 90s kids and their parents. This one is for now kids and their Yeah, it it didn't make sense to me because it, it was not... It was. It was not only not an improvement on Happily Ever After, 
It yes. wasn't as good as Happily Ever After. So Happily what is Ever the point After. of replacing it? I love it, it. so yeah, much. Like, it was not great. these weirdos, but yeah. that don't change anything. I, yeah. I was totally here for it. When they dropped yeah. Wishes for Happily, I was excited to see it. Yeah. I've been fully excited to see this one. The effects down Main Street are super cool. That part mm-hmm. is great. That the is cool. sound for it is weird. It's like they use very uh, one note. Yeah, it starts at one level and stays there. There's no mm-hmm. like drama just and then funny and then yeah. sad and yeah. tear jerk. There were like quiet like, moments in Happily Ever After. There's no yeah. real like right. quiet. This, that's what all this was. Pause. And the yeah. projections are stunning. They're, the colors are gorgeous. That is mm-hmm. beautiful. But there's no 8K or something yeah. going on there. There's no but, cool effects like in Happily Ever After when the... A, the rocket ship takes off off the castle yeah. or Mulan shoots an arrow and a firework is timed with it. Nothing like that. I was so waiting the entire time for when they were going to have a giant sorcerer Mickey on the castle and have yes. point and have some of the some of the rockets come off of the castle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that seems like Anything. a no brainer. And that didn't happen. It was weird. I, the, the, the graphics are pretty and, and they look way better in person than I looked back at the uh, the live stream that the parks blog did it looks much better in person than it does yeah. on there but there's a certain flatness to it where they the designers and the graphic designers used the castle as a flat canvas mm-hmm. so they're just projecting basically the hits on there it's like disney mm-hmm. plus's ad for the super bowl that's what it was like 100% um, it was just clip 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 end and then Tinkerbell flew at a time. There was no buildup like, you can fly, you can yes, fly. And that... then she goes. It's like there's something else going on. And they're like, oh, Tink's going. Like, there was no, yeah. I don't know. It was yeah. weird. It's, My big... But we saw it in a park before it, uh, before it premiered. And there was literally, I don't know, five or 600 people, mostly Disney yeah. execs and a few select cast that won a contest or something. And then media people, and then we were there as part of the sales industry. It was basically a reward. So as each thing would end, there's like 12 people going. So yeah. the lack of crowd and enthusiasm and energy, I think, really played into a lot of our personal experience with it. Yeah, that makes so sense. So the more I hear, like, with people that went, opening night or the night after when there's a huge crowd and everybody's on the same page and we all love this song. Like, I think that'll make it a lot better. So I'm going to reserve some of my judgment. for. But I still didn't hear anyone saying they thought it was a worthy replacement for happily ever after, Mm -hmm. nor a worthy show for the 50th. I haven't come, come across any reviews that are saying anything like that. Yeah. That's the consensus. It's, it looks pretty. Yes. But it's, the music is not high, very high energy. It's yeah. not exciting or celebratory. And it also felt weird the way they do play very long portions of a song. And then they would cram a bunch of projections of characters that had nothing to do with yeah. the song. It looked yeah. like, uh, it looked like the Microsoft clip art show right. or something. Yeah. yeah. They need to, they need to give it up on frozen because they, they gave that way too big of a feature. And then, Honestly, uh, that was the best part. Yeah, I mean, that was cool, but it's weird how they, they're still trying to make that thing happen. And then they keep on holding on to trying to do a little, 
They're still like, trying to uh, make Frozen happen. Yes. That old flop. Right. <laughs> right. No, uh, they, they're still doing a thing where they did like a very brief villains portion where they like. It was too brief. Yeah. yeah. Too that brief. That was cool and Happily Ever After. They had the pirates thing and there's fire yeah. and then it went into villains and <laughs> there was none of that drama. It's just like mer, 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 end. No. And I and I just I just don't get it. If did it and then did, did it get the, the axe? Like did it did it get Bob paychecked or was this something that that they went when they realized that Tron wasn't going to be open and Guardians wasn't going to be open and Epcot is still a gross mess. Did they go, oh, you know what? We've got to have something else. Let's quick put together a fireworks show and you got six months to do it. That's how mm-hmm. it felt to me. It could be. Yeah, it, but Disney's, really. capa- Disney's capable of putting together a phenomenal fireworks sure. show. And it yeah, shouldn't take that's that true. long. I mean, harmonious. They, yeah. they enter every year a new show for this like international fireworks competition that's yeah. held around. I mean, but this July. has not been a normal year. They've not been at full sure. staff. They've not, you know, yeah. people yeah. have not been working at their normal capacity. So either this maybe was started late or, you know, this isn't the show that they had intended to be able to do. Or like you said, they weren't even going to do it. And then they decided they needed it to fill it in. It definitely just... does not feel like a finished. This is it our doesn't. new show for the 50th and the foreseeable short future. I think it's just a fine show, right. and if I was a family with little kids, the kids would go bananas for this. They're going to love it. They've never seen anything different, you know, so I would highly encourage everyone to go see it and all that, but I just think it's a weird thing that they would celebrate the 50th by not mentioning the 50th. Yes. Which is kind of the overall theme for my experience this week. They had the 50th and talked about how they're celebrating it. And they got all the merch, but we showed up on opening day, and it's like every other day. There was yeah. no special, there was no rededication, there was no, so we had Bob Paycheck, and uh, all of the execs are in the parks. They didn't talk, there was no rededication, mm-hmm. there was no big moment. Yeah. They did their rededication at the event that you were at. Yes, yes. and they that did it, it in front of 500 people that were mostly and other executives. Live stream to, I mean, they did probably not that Bob many people. Chapek's speech. He was, was he was there with uh, Bob Iger. Mostly, he slobbered all over Bob Iger. Yep, <laughs> he did. It was a nice. I mean, he did mention Walt and heavily Roy, which was great because he was the one that pulled through and finished that park. But that part was nice. And then Christina Aguilera sang and all that. But why didn't they do that for the public? I don't yeah. understand. And they didn't even to, have Mickey Mouse out on the stage. That mm-hmm. like how that's so easy for you to do. You have a cast member that that plays Mickey. Have him out there on hey, the stage hey, with hey, the box. That's actually Mickey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even five years ago, when for the forty fifth, we were there and they did a special opening show, mm-hmm. and that's yes. not even like a major nothing milestone anniversary. I was listening to an interview today with the guy who basically coordinated putting together all of the entertainment for the opening at Walt Disney world. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the opening special for when the park first opened? Yes. They had a marching band mm-hmm. with 1,076 pieces Yep, marching down main street, USA. Can you imagine what that sounded like coming so through the train tunnel? Amazing. Bouncing off of those buildings. 
And I'm not saying they have to do a thousand piece marршing band for the 50th anniversary. They have to do but something. 50, but maybe a smaller marching a band. We all saw <laughs> on the interwebs how there were people literally when when Heather and I left that night after the premiere of the fireworks show it was about 11:30. There were already people at the uh, sidewalk entrance that comes from like Bay Lake Tower. Mm-hmm. There were already people lined up to get in the next morning. Yeah. People were so excited to be there for the 50th. They opened the doors. Everybody was led up to, you could only go as far as the hub. And then, ta-da, we're open. And it was the same opening show that they've done every day since. And that was it. It's not even a good opening show. No nothing. No fanfare. Not a button. They're not giving out a button. Yeah. The biggest show there the whole day was people in the Emporium fighting over the Starbucks mugs. I was going to say that or the show that was the mobile ordering completely crashing and then them having to delete everybody's orders. Wi-Fi network got shut down. We had so many agents that were there and they had people were trying to eat it like whatever, Pecos, whatever that. Pecos Bills. Pecos Bills and two and a half hours after you placed your order your stuff would be ready after you mm-hmm. say i'm here two and a half hours yeah like it was a total ball drop yeah and then there we got the well how was it early evening we got that message that said that the that wi-fi was being shut down in the magic kingdom mm-hmm. because it was overwhelmed and this was with capacity control uh, you know that you had to have a park reservation and they shut down park hopping it was crazy busy but i have to say seven. it wasn't like it wasn't even like it is like St. Patty's Day or New Year's Eve. It wasn't like overwhelmingly busy. It was no. apparently they at 50% were, capacity. They were completely not prepared. And I don't know how this snuck up on anyone. They had 50 years to <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> prepare for this. It was great to be there, but I will say it's going to be an awesome. There's so much cool stuff, new entertainment and Definitely. parades and costumes and characters and rides and shows. Do go there. Love it. But 18 mm-hmm. months of this is awesome. There was no reason at all to have been there on the actual first day. No, unfortunately. What they they gave you a, a map. A friend of ours was supposed to be there. He works with us. He was supposed to be there with uh, a buddy of his, and they had booked the trip together. This guy is now battling cancer, had to cancel because he's doing chemo. So when our friend asked, he said, hey, I'm supposed to be here with my friend who's battling chemo. Can I get a second one of these stupid park maps? They said no. It's one per guest. Yeah. That's that's something. That's magical. It's yeah. not Disney magic at all. No. Wow. That's disappointing. But on the flip side, like you said, they've got 18 years and it sounds like... 18 months. I'm sorry. <laughs> 18 years of the Disney I World swear, 60th. Disney I swear World 60th. it's going to feel like 18 years, but yeah, they've got 18 months and it sounds like it's going to oh, be there's so much killer as stuff. they go. They had Definitely. the 2020 special where they went over the things that are coming. They swear that that awesome statue, Dreamers Point statue in Epcot is going to be part of this 18 month celebration. So at some point we'll see that cool thing. Yeah. Um, It'll be surrounded you know, by dirt, but they'll they'll unveil it. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, that yes. disappointed me. How bad Epcot still looks. Yeah. The creation yeah. shop is fantastic. Love it. Well, they've got one year till the 
One year to the Epcot's yes. 40th, right? So yep. They'll have it shiny by then. That's there's true. so much great stuff. But they're still looking forward to Cirque du Soleil new show. Yeah, it's oh, just yeah. so many killer things. Guardians, so, yeah. Tron, all of that stuff's going to open in the next 18 months. There's mm-hmm. never been really a better time to go to Disney World. But this, the, to be there on the actual day of was a little disappointing because they just... They acted like it wasn't happening. Yeah, and I don't know what the thought process behind that was. Was it COVID? Was it... Maybe they didn't want to over-promise uh, and then something happened and they under-delivered. Yeah. So they just yes. didn't... Let me tell you, if you were going to get COVID, it was going to be in the Emporium on that day. That is where no, everyone went. Because you couldn't even get in. <laughs> no, that's true. We could not get we in. We didn't get in with the ride. What was fun, though, if you're a rides guy like we all mm-hmm. are... The rides, ride lines were like 10 or 15 minutes. They were walk-on yeah. you all You wait five hours day. to buy a star, uh, Starbucks tumbler. Yes. You would wait 15 minutes <laughs> to ride any of the Which rides. Which I don't, I don't get it. All of that merch is going to be available for at least 18 months. Yes. yes. Why do we have to buy it on the day? It's not like it's numbered and dated and it's going to be worth more. Well, because and you, you know a lot of it's it on day. eBay now. Mm-hmm. For like $200 for a freaking yeah. Starbucks tumbler. Those maps they were giving out, one a piece. We saw them as high as $150 on eBay. Yeah. Meanwhile, mm. I sold mine for 60 <laughs> <laughs> I was I was excited and we were honored to have been invited to some of the cool stuff we got to do for the mm-hmm. industry thing. The whole thing was, was amazing. But it, as far as just day one... Of the the actual fiftieth celebration, there was none. Mm-hmm. No. The whole that whole new expansion in France is fantastic. It's beautiful back there, and the ride is such a great addition. It's the exact ride from Disneyland Paris. So there's there's English and French. Uh, we got to eat at the the Creperie, and it's delicious. Oh, bro, oh, so so good. I've heard people complaining because the savory. Crepes are made of buckwheat. Well, that's, they're galettes. That's yes. how they are over there. And that's what you'll get France. in France. And they were delicious. And they're so good. We tried. Uh, we tried the ham the and cheese galette. Mm-hmm. And I had a, a Nutella. Oh, so so good. Pro tip: get a get a one of the red fruits and a hazelnut one and eat them together. Yummy. <laughs> to summarize, harmonious greatest thing I've ever seen at Epcot. So good. <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> Enchantment. That's it. Pretty good. It's a pretty show. It's, fine. it's pretty. Yeah. I mean, if it's fine. Well, the good news is, like we said, it, now you know that you don't have to feel bad because you weren't there on the exactly. day of Absolutely. the 50th. You've got 18 months to get there, to see the celebrations, to see all of the nice sparkly i hate the word iridescent and i'm so happy we made it an hour and 40 minutes it's in the food it's in the yeah. it's in everything mickey's outfits but it's so yeah. pretty mm-hmm. it's very pretty. it really is and those so i love those statues they put everywhere the gold 50th statues <gasps> yeah, everywhere. I, and I keep finding new ones hidden up in trees i didn't know they were having them hidden in places like yeah. there's uh, an abu above the Adventureland entry sign, and there's a Tinkerbell somewhere, and a, a bunch of them that I didn't know it was kind of the like little a Cinderella's little seek. mice friends that are like embedded. Oh up yeah, in castle. It's crazy. So so cute. I don't know. There's so much cool stuff going on there. It's a great time for for Walt Disney World fans. Yeah, and really, most just about everything is back open, which is fantastic. There's a handful of restaurants 
still to come, but I think we'll probably hear about those soon. Ooh, we forgot to mention Indiana Jones in December, the most important reopening of them all. Oh, I hadn't even seen that. Yeah, Yeah, December 19th, I think. It's back. Disney World is... And they're they're getting close with that construction one at Epcot, and once it's done, I I think it's going to be spectacular there. Oh, by the way, now with since they removed they moved uh, Coca Cola Cool Spot or whatever Cool Club Cool Club Cool. There's now a line. Yes, <laughs> there's a line to get in. It was insane. at least there like, was uh, when we were there. I don't know, seventy people out front in a line. Jeez. Yeah, I don't know. And what- I- I don't know if it was because of just it was the 50th and it was reopened and so there were crowds and crowds of Instagrammers. Or if, I don't know if they're doing social distancing stuff in there or what. Or if that's one of the four things to do at Epcot right now. Yeah, Yeah. that's some of it too. We were going to just pop in there and like, oh, nope. Oh, we will not be popping in. It's... Yeah, you'll have to. You have to try that lime. It looks lime awesome though. Fanta. You could see. Yeah, in there. I want to try the lime. The design Fanta. of it is so and, uh, killer. Uh, cucumber. We went in the new Creation store, which I've been hearing everybody crying about. I think it's awesome. It's the same humongous thing. Everything's really nicely organized now. I don't know. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. I liked it. It doesn't look like it did in '98, and people are mad about it, but it looks nice <laughs> to me. Good. Well. Yeah, so you've got you got a year and a half to check it out. It's time to get down there and check out the celebration because it is yeah. a lot of fun and it is, everything is so mostly harmonious. Yes, definitely <laughs> go see harmonious. Space two twenty, if you can. Then space two twenty, yes. Eat some steakhouse two twenty and space seventy one are both awesome. <laughs> Yeah, they look amazing. Well, thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to take part in Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary celebrations or explore anywhere else in the world, Key to the World Travel has Uncle Orville's bathtub full of hundreds of expert travel planners, and they're ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytothewordtravel.com to get started with the no-obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show if you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globe-trotting jackassery tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way you can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest news at www.goldcadeventures.com we can't wait to hang out with you again next week and we'll see you real soon go eat a space v8 (laughs) (laughs) yeah i actually i heard that they were going to be adding a whole new uh theme to flows that shoots you up in space and it's still gonna suck who cares (laughs) (laughs) to ask a question or share your travel story you can reach us by smoke signal carrier pigeon or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com and make sure you follow the gold key adventure society on facebook and instagram a huge thanks to our sponsor key to the world travel for all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the gold key adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We 
We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventures Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.